We just recaptured 44,000 and looking bullish as a mofo. Let's freaking go. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. Also, breaking news, El Salvador unveils their Bitcoin Freedom Visa. I'll be breaking down all these juicy details, as well as the SEC now discussing key technical details with the Spot Bitcoin ETF applicants. There's 13 of them. I'll be breaking down this latest report. We'll also be sharing Bitcoin Spot ETF approval as Fidel. ETF is now officially listed on the DTCC website and assigned a kicker. And speaking of ETFs, also VanX bought Bitcoin ETF, has the ticker symbol HODL, where my HODL gang at make some noise. Also in today's show, Bitcoin just flashed a signal that previously resulted in over 800% Bitcoin price explosion. Can you say deja vu? Also in today's show, Max Kaiser predicts a Bitcoin God candle resulting in a $100,000 surge. He also predicts that a Bitcoin $50,000 bus is coming through this weekend. Also be sharing the latest surrounding Qatar and their $500 billion sovereign wealth fund and converting that into the King Crypto, all this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's Crypto News Alerts. Net. Today is pod episode number 1485. I am your fearless leader, JV, and today is December 8th, 2023. Let's kick it off with our market watch. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. As we do each and every day, we got Bitcoin just recaptured 44 G's, baby. The local top for the year is 44.5, so we're inching closer. Let's break through. Max says 50,000 incoming over the weekend. Let's see if the high priest is right. We have Cardano up almost 20% on the day. Solana up 11%, BNB up 3%, XRP up 4%, and Ether crushing it as well, up 1%, trading at 23.58. I'm gonna zoom out on the weekly to get a broader perspective. We got Bitcoin now up 17% on the week, close to 170% on the year. We have Ether up 15 on the week and Solana up 22% with Cardano stealing the show up 43% on the weekly and zooming out on the monthly Bitcoin is now up uh, 24% uh, Ether up 25% Solana 68% and Cardano roughly 53% and checking out coinmarketcap.com the crypto market cap hit its highest level this year now sitting at 1.63 trillion with 66.5 billion in volume for the past 24 hours Bitcoin dominance is 52 0.7% with the Ether dominance at 17.4%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, BitTorrent is killing it, up 32% on the daily and 115% on the week. We got Bonk going bonkers, <laughs> up 26% on the daily and almost 200% on the weekly, followed by Cardano, up 18% on the day and roughly 40% on the week. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please do let me know and I'll be reading your comments out loud uh, throughout the show and checking out crypto bubbles so we can get a visual perspective. You can see everything crushing it on the daily, all the major cryptos pumping and in the green, BTT, ADA, tending to lead the pack. Zooming out on the weekly, massive games. Is this alt season? Are we in it right now? Because this is not typical for virtually every major altcoin to be up tens of 
of percent, some of them as high as 100%. And zooming out on the monthly, here it goes crazy. Bonk is up almost 1,000%. Celestia, 300%. Ordi, almost 300%. Beam, 200%. HNT, 173%. Luna Classic, 200%. FTT, even scam tokens are up 260%. AVAX is up 130%. Everything is crushing it, even Luna. So you already know it's a sign of the times. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're still a 72 in greed. Yesterday, a 72. Last week, a 71. And last month, a 66 in greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. How many of you are pretty ecstatic for what's to come as we're approaching 2024? Year of the having, year of the bull, year of the ETF, year of the supply shock. Let's go. Let's get it lit. Let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. You're very welcome, Chris. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next, shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin tap 40 Gs, baby. After the December 8th Wall Street open, as the U.S. employment data shrunk, market bets on interest rate cuts. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. And we actually just started breaking out right before we went live. Now, non-farm payrolls came in above expectations at 199,000 versus 190,000, while unemployment was lower than forecasted at 3.7% versus 3.9% per the official release from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, both suggesting that the full impact of the Federal Reserve monetary tightening had yet to show itself. And while other data had already captured declining inflation, the markets treated the labor figures nervously. Uh, quoting the Kabisi letter here, Justin, interest rate futures shift from showing rate cuts beginning in March of 2024 to May 2024 after the jobs report. Prior to November, the jobs report, the market saw a 6% chance of rates being cut in March of 2024. And then they continue, odds of rate cuts beginning in January of 2024 fell from 16% to 6%. Still, the Fed has not mentioned anything about rate cuts beginning in 2024. The next week's Fed meeting will be huge. So we'll be keeping our eyes on the prize this week. Data from CME's group FedWatch tool put the odds of anything other than the rate change freeze continuing next week's Fed meeting at practically zero. That's pretty interesting. The U.S. dollar index saw particularly pronounced volatility around this data, briefly hitting its highest level since November 20th before raising its gains to trade at 103 at the time of this article being published. Now, while gold was down 0.8%, sorry, Peter Schiff, you coulda, you shoulda, coulda capitulated many years ago back when Max was telling you about Bitcoin and it was a dollar because back in 2011, Kaiser's investment in Bitcoin is up 20 million percent. I know you can't say the same thing about gold. Gold is stagnant over the past freaking decade and will probably continue to do so because it's massively manipulated by criminals on Wall Street, such as J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but Bitcoin managed to avoid a straight come down despite the decreased belief in the lower interest rates coming sooner. Bitcoin stayed locked in the multi-day trading range as traders look for signs of trend continuation. And lo and behold, we're now above 44,000 or right on the cusp at the time of this recording. And we're pumping. Quoting Dan Crypto Trades, Bitcoin liquidation map has been building some thick clusters on both sides due to the ranging in the same area for some time. Most notably, we got 42.9 and 43.8. So keep an eye out 
on those levels. An ongoing attention focused on the alts versus Bitcoin with Ether and Solana taking the lead overnight amid renewed anticipation of a form of a altcoin season returning. And in my opinion, it seems we're already there. I mean, look at the altcoin gains in the past month. It's pretty lit. Now, quoting... Uh, Mikhail Vendepop, one of my favorite analysts, he says, Bitcoin is still consolidating around 43 while Ethereum is taking more momentum. But clearly, Bitcoin started pumping out once again here this morning. But you can see the ETH slash Bitcoin chart on the one day. Let me know if you feel Bitcoin or ETH, which one will likely outpace the other for this bull market. Please do let me know. But anyways, we have a lot to cover. Let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss El Salvador. They rolled out their visa program. And if anyone is looking to attain their visa and citizenship in El Salvador or take advantage of all the benefits, reach out to Max Kaiser. Follow Max Kaiser because there's some incentives he can offer you as he has been talking about on X. So just FYI, be sure to follow Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin on X. But here's the latest regarding what's going on in El Salvador with their visa program. El Salvador launched a new citizenship, uh, citizenship by investment program, which grants a residency visa and pathway to citizenship for 1,000 people willing to stump up $1 million worth of Bitcoin or Tether USDT. So this is for million dollar investors. So the Central American country's price tag for citizenship appears far more expensive than those in the neighboring Caribbean countries, which start at $100,000. El Salvador's government and stablecoin issuer Tether announced the program December 7th, dubbed the Adopting El Salvador Freedom Visa Program. Now, how many of you watching the stream right now are already in El Salvador, and how many of you are contemplating making the move? Let me know, fam. It offers 1,000 citizens the, uh, to wealthy uh, investors who pledge $1 million in Bitcoin and USDT, starting with 999 in non-refundable deposit credited towards the total. It would raise $1 billion for El Salvador if all spots are filled in a significant income source for countries with similar programs, such as Vanuatu, which earns millions annually from its citizenship by investment program. Now, Alistar, the founder of crypto hedge fund Atlanta Digital, uh, posted that El Salvador's offering is uncompetitive in the global market, highlighting that citizenship in European Union country could be purchased for less. But it's not El Salvador, clearly. But anyways, here's what he shared. El Salvador offering visas and citizenship to anyone investing a million in Bitcoin and USDT in the country, frankly uncompetitive in the global market, can get an EU citizenship for less. So he says he's disappointed. And here's the initial announcement from Tether on X. Uh, Tether powers El Salvador's visionary freedom visa program through tech support. Experience freedom, security, and a Bitcoin lifestyle by adopting El Salvador as your home through the freedom visa visa program. Now, competitors, we got Malta offering 750,000 euros, which is 810,000 USD, a citizenship by investment, which gives access to the EU's visa-free Schengen area, comprising 23 countries, according to data from investment migration consultancy, Henley and Partners. The firm also highlights El Salvador's neighboring Caribbean nations, such as Antigua and Barbuda, uh, Barbuda uh, Dominica and St. Lucia, which offer citizenship in exchange for 100,000 USD contribution to sovereign development funds. Now, Granada and St. Kitts and Nevis have similar programs, which contributions starting at 150,000 and 250,000, respectively. I also got to throw out there very quick for those of you considering maybe relocating to a more tax-friendly country. 
If you're already a United States citizen, such as I, you can come to Puerto Rico, and you don't even need a visa. You don't need to denounce your citizenship, get any new citizenship, and you can take advantage of some of the incentives. We'll talk about it later if you guys have an interest in me discussing Puerto Rico and some of the tax advantages of being out here as it's considered the crypto mecca of the United States. But let's get back to our story. Crypto investors could be swayed to move to El Salvador due to the pro-Bitcoin policies enacted by President Bukele, which include recognizing Bitcoin as a legal tender and scrapping income and capital gains taxes for tech companies investing in El Salvador for the next 15 years. Bukele also attempted to stem El Salvador's murder rate, which he has been doing a fantastic job at, basically uh, turning El Salvador from the most violent, most homicide-ridden country in the world to becoming amongst the safest in the Americas. So clearly, Bukele is making pretty big moves at this time. Our next story of the day is all the latest ETF details. You know that the SEC has been meeting with the applicants regarding the ETF spot approval. So here's the latest of what's going on and uh, when ETF is a good question, right? Officials within the US SEC are reportedly discussing aspects of Bitcoin's ETFs proposed by asset managers. Now, according to the December 7th Reuters report, industry insiders said the SEC and certain asset managers were discussing key technical details related to the US exchanges listings shares of a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now, to date, the commission has never given the green light to any spot Bitcoin ETF product, instead postponing decisions on apps for the maximum available time. In fact, they've been denying them for a decade. The very first spot ETF app was submitted by the Winklevoss twins, who are the owners of the Gemini Exchange, and they've been denying them ever since. Now, memos released by the SEC in November showed the commission separately met with representatives of BlackRock and Grayscale. Both asset managers and hash decks are or ARC21 shares, that's Kathy Wood's company, Invesco Galaxy, Van Eck, and Fidelity have filed for spot Bitcoin and Ethereum ETF listings. Quoting them here, the expected approval of the ETF will be positive news for the crypto market, likely leading to significant growth, uh, said the senior legal counsel, Adam Berker. With ETFs getting the go-ahead, the wide range of trade fi investors will have simplified access to crypto assets. With major entities such as Fidelity and BlackRock endorsing this product, substantial institutional capital is expected to flow into the market. Let's go. It's unclear whether the SEC will ultimately reach a decision to approve the spot Bitcoin ETF. Bloomberg ETF analyst James Safart speculated that should the commission decide to support one, it can move forward with simultaneous approvals of funds from multiple firms in January. And right now there's 13 of them on the desk of the SEC awaiting the spot. So he's saying we're most likely going to get all 13 approved all in one shot to avoid the SEC showing favoritism because favoritism is going to probably end up in lawsuits. Now, many in and out of the crypto space have criticized the chairman, Gary Gensler, for his approach to treating certain tokens as securities. The commission has ongoing lawsuits right now against Terraform Labs, which is, uh, you know, uh, also XRP, Ripple, and Coinbase, Binance, as well as Kraken. They just came for round two. But how do you feel the ETF race will likely play out? Do you think they're going to prove them all at once? Do you believe that 90 cent 
90 cent, 90% approval rate giving by James Safart and Eric Balchunez, the head ETF analyst over at Bloomberg, is accurate and that we're most likely gonna get them all approved in January. Because guess what? One month away until January 10th, which is the final deadline. How many of you think ETF approval put a one in the chat? How many of you think the ETF will get pushed back again in January and we won't get the approval? Put a two in the chat. Now, if we were to get not the approval and push back after the January 10th deadline, I'm hearing then March would be the next likely deadline outcome, but there is no telling. Also, you have to consider that it's probably going to take a month or so for the ETF to actually launch from the time we get the approval. So hypothetically speaking, January 10th, we get the approval, all of them green light, game on, but it'll probably be February, I would speculate, that the ETF officially launches, which is right on track, as we have an April having occurring in 2024. But with that being shared, let's dive into our next story of the day. We discussed the latest with the ETF details. Now let's discuss Fidelity specifically, because they're now officially listed on the website, which is the next step of their approval happening sooner than later. So let's break it down. As you know, Spot Bitcoin ETF filers continue to make necessary preparations and adjustments in hopes of imminent approval by the SEC. As part of these preparations, Asset Manager Fidelity has gotten its fund listed on the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation website. Fidelity Spot Bitcoin ETF ticker is also revealed. Crypto outlet Bitcoin Magazine first made this development of the DTCC listing uh, on their post. Fidelity's ticker for its Spot Bitcoin ETF was also revealed as it will be trading with the F. BTC ticker. Commenting on the development, Bloomberg analyst Eric Balchunez noted that almost all the issuers have now revealed their tickers. Now, with the uh, that almost out of the way, Balchunez mentioned that the next thing to keep an eye on is the fees that these filers will set for their ETF offering. This information might, however, not come anytime soon, as the analyst stated that this will likely be a last-minute decision before the launch, as issuers will be reluctant to show their hand. This is also very likely considering that the fees may be what gives these issuers a competitive edge over others if the SEC eventually approves all the apps at the same time. If if the SEC does that, which many are talking about, then no one gets the first mover's advantage. And that will have to resort to other means to attract investors to gain a huge chunk of the market share. Meanwhile, it's worth mentioning that Fidelity joins a host of other issuers that have had their spot Bitcoin ETF listed on the DTCC site. BlackRock had theirs listed as far back as October, starting this off, while the Invesco Galaxy Bitcoin ETF was listed on their site in November. However, these listings don't necessarily mean that the SEC will approve these funds. So you have to keep that in mind as well. So when these ETFs could launch, let's discuss it. The analysts at Bloomberg, James Safart and Balchunez, constantly hammered on the fact that these ETFs won't instantly launch upon the SEC approval. This is because they are apparently two parts that need to be cleared before the funds can officially launch. The first is the approval of the 19B4, which can happen in January, about a month out. The SEC's Division of Corporate Finance will then need to sign off on the S1 filings. We got Scott Johnson, notably an attorney from Davis Polk, who believes that the sign-off could come almost immediately after the 19B4 approval. He mentioned that the SEC would have waited until the 19B4 approvals before handling the second part if it wanted the max 
tracks delay. However, considering the issuers have already started filing their S1s, he predicts that the launch just a week after the 19B4 approvals, very likely. So there you have it. It can come as soon as a week after the approval, which is even greater than I anticipated. And Van Eck also joins the party. Their official ticker is none other than HODL. That's right. Venex bought Bitcoin ETF has the ticker symbol officially of HODL. Can't forget that one. So that's pretty cool. And speaking of uh, Fidelity, while we're still on the subject, Fidelity has one of the most bullish Bitcoin price predictions I've ever covered on the channel. I, I think the second highest ever. So I think we had Peter Dunsworth projecting, I forgot now, but six or seven billion per coin. Well, Fidelity's head of macro, Tyrion Timmer, he predicts a $1 billion Bitcoin price in the year 2038. So he's ultimately saying in fifth, years, he's anticipating the Bitcoin price hitting a billion dollars. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that bullish prediction. And of course, Fidelity has been very bullish on Bitcoin for a very long time, has been stacking them sats. And yes, we are pumping as I am ranting because you know how the game works. We're up over a thousand on the day. Bitcoin's up two and a half percent. We're above 44.2, only 300 freaking dollars away from new annual highs. Let's go send this mofo ETF approval, 100%, say I. <laughs> 7 billion, that's right, Peter Dunsworth. I think that's officially the most bullish price prediction I have ever shared. Let's dive into our next story of the day. We still got a lot to cover. We got two more breaking stories. First, let's discuss a 800% surge, which can occur in the market, which would take Bitcoin probably above 300,000 per coin. Then we're gonna be sharing the latest with Max Kaiser, predicting a $100,000 Kaiser candle, which we renamed from the God candle, as well as the latest with adoption in Qatar and different countries all around the world. Shout out to the delusional. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod and happy Kwanzaa. And another gift coming this time from Passive. He just gifted another membership. Uh, congratulations, Top Roller. You are now a membership of the channel at the MicroStrategy level. Show Passive some love and let's freaking go. It's hard for me to even keep up and I'm loving it. Yeah, analyst and trader Ali Martinez is saying that the realized price metric for Bitcoin is sending a bullish confirmation signal. Send it. Martinez tells his followers on X, the Bitcoin's realized price is rising above the long-term hodlers, realized price metric. That's right. The realized price is the average price of all the Bitcoin in circulation calculated based on the price at which they were last moved. Now, meanwhile, the long-term hodler realized price is the average price of acquisition of all the Bitcoin that has not yet moved for at least five months. And where are my long-term hodlers at? Holla at your boy. According to Martinez, the fact that Bitcoin's realized price is rising above the long-term hodler realized price metric is an indication that new investors are coming right into the crypto market. The crypto market is gaining momentum, he shares, with new investors willing to buy at higher prices. It's called FOMO, dog. This can be seen as a bullish sign showing confidence in Bitcoin's future performance. The last three times this happened, check this out, fam. Bitcoin skyrocketed 12 1,736%, 4,474 percent, and 819% respectively. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Check out the Bitcoin long short term on cost basis chart right here. You know what I mean? The 2012 having almost 13,000% gains. The 2016 having we followed with 4,500% gains. And in the recent 2020, having, we followed with 819% gains. Shout out Zero, just gifted yet another membership. So uh, congrats, Tough T, you just got blessed 
much love. So if we were to rinse and repeat, could you imagine what's going to happen for this having cycle? It's about to get lit. And turning to Cardano, Martina says that the ninth largest crypto is echoing the trajectory it followed from 2018 to 2020, minus the COVID downturn. That saw Cardano break out below its trading range. And according to Martinez, Cardano could potentially rally by around 72% from the current level. And again, <laughs> Passive, thanks for gifting another membership on the channel. Looks like the membership gift went to Tan G. Congratulations, fam. Quoting him here regarding Cardano, if this pattern holds, we could see Cardano punching through the 45 cent resistance soon. What's next? A potential rally to 75 cents by late December. But I want you guys to help me run the math here because we're on the fly right now. What if Bitcoin rallied 12,000%? this rally. Where would that take us from the current price? Uh, 44,000 times 12,000%. Someone run the math, please. And then what would it take us if we hit 4,500% from the current price action? And where would it take us if we hit 800% from the current price action, which would be 8x. I could probably do that math myself. 40, 80, 120, 160, 200, 240, 280. So 819% is roughly would take us if we rinse and repeat from the previous, you know what I mean, ascension from the cycle, that would take us to $300,000 per coin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this price trajectory. Holla at your boy. And as you can see, this is his tweet here, Ali. Just in case you need another bullish confirmation signal, Bitcoin's realized price. And and another <laughs> membership was gifted on the channel from zero. Holy moly. Uh, congratulations, uh, C. Allen. You've just been blessed with a free paid membership. Please thank zero. And if you're listening to the podcast right now on iTunes or Spotify, make sure to visit cryptonewsalerts.net for the exclusive show with video and to participate in the interaction, free memberships, and all the litness going on. Because if you're not on YouTube right now, you're missing out, fam. So I just had to tell you guys, just listening to the pod. Anyways, Bitcoin's realized price is now surpassing the long-term hodler realized price, indicating that the crypto market is gaining momentum with newer investors willing to buy at the higher prices. This can be seen as a bullish sign, showing confidence in Bitcoin's future performance. And as I mentioned already, last three times this happened, we skyrocketed almost 13000 percent, 4,500%, and 819% respectively. So send it and let's freaking go. And Passive blesses another member with a free membership. All right, fam, now for the moment you have all been waiting for. Here is the latest from Max Kaiser predicting a Bitcoin God candle resulting in a $100,000 surge. We're also going to be discussing the latest with Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Russia starting to do business and Bitcoin, which is going to help usher in this God candle. So let's break it down. And yes, right now we're only $200 away from the local high on the year. So let's send this baby to a new annual high, shall we? I appreciate you guys. Let's get it. So you can see the headline right here. Max Kaiser predicts a Bitcoin God candle resulting in a $100,000 surge. Max also made this prediction. Bitcoin is looking to bust through 50,000 per Bitcoin this weekend. That's right. Jamie, the tapeworm diamond is a suicide bank. Banker, and that's why we have Bitcoin. You know what I mean? It's the opposite of fiat currency. It's freedom. It's peace. It's transparency. It's everything we've dreamed of 
our entire lives. I'm also going to be sharing this headline, Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund, considering investing $500 billion into the king crypto, BTC. And is a god candle to 100000 really possible for Bitcoin? We're going to be discussing this. First, let's start with Max Kaiser's infamous tweets he recently shared December 3rd. The god candle, a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin, is in play. It will shift the global access to wealth and power in one single tick. I have one word for you. $100,000 Bitcoin God Candle fans. Qatar. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund is rumored to be looking to buy one half trillion dollars worth of BTC, which is approximately 500 billion in USD. Makes Michael Saylor's recent buy for 500 million look like a shrimp right? They're like, yo, we can 100x that sailor. We're the big dogs around here. You can see Max uh, posted this where uh, Qatar a few months back, actually the president met with uh, Najib uh, Bukele. And then on December 6th, Max shared an update. Uh, December 6th, 11.32 a.m. Update. To add clarity, here's what my source said. Bitcoin makes our one half trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert all of it into Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree. I agree. I mean, what's the alternative? Where else are you going to park your capital and get these type of returns that we can get with Bitcoin? Can you do that in junk bonds? Probably not. Can you do that with gold? Oh, hell no, right? So there is no second best. There is no alternative, right? And he also shared here, I mean, Max has been killing it with these uh, this news. He's been leaking it on X, and I've been covering it first and foremost. We're beating the Wall Street Journal. We're beating Forbes. I saw a Forbes article this morning covering what I just shared three days ago. So they're three days behind JV and Max, just FYI. Here's what Max shared. Russia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Iran, will start doing deals in Bitcoin. Qatar knows this and is pulling the trigger on a huge Bitcoin buy for their sovereign wealth fund. And this was on the back of the news. Iran Iran's president arrives in Moscow and Russia to meet Putin just one day after the Russian leader met Saudi leader. So why are they all meeting? What's going on? What's going on in BRICS right now? Could they potentially adopt Bitcoin as a strategic world reserve currency? These are all million dollar questions at play right now. You know what I mean? So, uh, and also we had Caitlin Long who shared, I caught up with a bit big Bitcoiner, an investor in Bitcoin's infrastructure, cause who said he doesn't think this rally is all about the spot ETF. He thinks it's about this too. I missed this at the time, but looking at this this morning, it seems there wasn't much coverage at all. Dating back to September 12th, uh, earlier in the year. Justin, the emir, basically the president of Qatar, the king, the god, whatever you want to refer to him as, has landed in El Salvador. What do you think they're going to be talking about? Bitcoin, nation, state, adoption, perhaps? You already know. So you know what's been going on uh, behind closed doors, behind the scenes. So let's break down what's happening, shall we? Since acquiring Bitcoin in 2011, Max Kaiser has witnessed an unimaginable rise in its value. According to his recent statements, he boasts a staggering 20 million percent profit on his Bitcoin stash. He shared this on Twitter December 4th at 7.22 uh, p.m. I'm up 20 million percent since 2011 with my Bitcoin. Now, it's kind of hilarious this flex because this guy Shareboy wrote, why do some of the Bitcoiners act like spoiled brats about the gold price with Mad Max being the worst offended? I am up 50% on my junior gold mining stock. 
in six months. Now, clearly, Shareboy is a uh, Peter Schiff fanboy, I would imagine. I mean, he's bragging about his 50% gain in his junior gold mining stock. So Max does the ultimate flex. Yeah, I'm just up 20 million percent since 2011 with my Bitcoin. Probably nothing. Now, you do the math. That means for every dollar Max Kaiser invested in Bitcoin in 2011 is now worth 20 million. That's 20 million percent returns. You run the math and let me know how wealthy do you think Max truly is? Uh, but probably lost it all in the boat in accident because he was just on uh, Alex Jones's show and Alex said, yo, Max, I know you're sitting on over a million Bitcoin. And no, Max is like, I lost all that in the boat in accident. So there you have it. But anyways, amid discussions comparing Bitcoin gains to other assets like gold, Kaiser's response remains unwavering. He posted his tweet in response to the user stating he's up 50% on his junior gold mining stocks. So would you rather have 50% gains or 20 million percent gains? You let me know, fam. Let me know in the chat. Now, Kaiser's predictions often grab attention and they are not without substance. He is the high priest for a reason. He's the right-hand man of Bukele and the strategic Bitcoin advisor to El Salvador and Nigel Bukele. So clearly he has some insights. So for him to say a 100,000 God candle is in play, that means he truly believes that a 100,000 uptick in the Bitcoin price is in play that will literally shock the world and that the Bitcoin singularity is upon us. Now we're only a thousand away from a thousand concurrent viewers, guys. Keep smashing those likes. Show your support. We're getting into the meat and potatoes now. Quoting Max here, the Bitcoin price was lagging behind the rise in hash rate while competitor CZ and Binance was being targeted and then taken down at the behest of the large Wall Street players. The price rise now is catching up to the implied hash adjusted price of $375,000 per Bitcoin. So according to the current hash rate, right, the difficulty adjustment, which is currently hitting new all-time highs, he says the Bitcoin Bitcoin price is really worth 375000 It's just a lagging indicator. So when do you feel the Bitcoin price action is likely to catch up and hit that $375,000 target? Please do let me know. And here's another tweet. I mean, it's all over the news now. We broke the news though, just FYI. You heard it here first. Max reports of rumors of Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund entering the Bitcoin market and could be interesting in purchasing up to $500 billion, a half a trillion worth of BTC. Now, here's their mirror of uh, Qatar. You're looking at them. Met with Najib Bokele. There's many pictures of them together as well, which you can uh, clearly see. So this is clearly pretty big news. And uh, let's get to some other news here. Do you think we're likely to bust through 50,000 this weekend? If so, let me know and holla at your boy. So yeah, $500 billion sovereign wealth fund. Convert that baby into the king crypto. Let other nation states do the same. As they can see, Bitcoin is clearly the answer. There's so much money right now in the Middle East. It's not even a joke. So is the God candle truly doable? As Max Kaiser says, what are your thoughts? I feel it's a given if there was that type of announcement. I personally believe that Bitcoin game theory right now is in full effect. I appreciate the super sprinkle. I love Bitcoin, but I think the Qatar thing is a rumor. Well, it is exactly what I shared with you what it is. Qatar didn't announce it. Max was having a conversation from someone in Qatar talking about their sovereign wealth fund. And I shared with you exactly what they said. So they're hinting that they're going to be investing into Bitcoin, converting their half a trillion dollar fund. But you're correct. That is not 100% certain. This is according to Max Kaiser. But all I am saying is Max Kaiser's the high priest for a reason. And when he says something, it typically is because 
it is true. So we shall see. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Let me know. 50,000 God candle. Will we see it? And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.